The following show features stupid opinions and ideas from two idiot brothers who probably did little research and practiced zero due diligence on the topic at hand. The developer's opinions do not reflect the views of their employer, guests, sponsors, families, neighbors, or pets. If you do not like what they are saying and don't agree with their views or opinions, don't watch the show. We can promise we do not care. Welcome to the worst show on the internet. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the MLO Bros. Uh, we are. Did you did you guys check out our new sponsor? Uh, <laughs> we, go, we go live from uh, a kids' book to hey, we're gonna piss you off, so don't be mad at us. Well, waiver. yeah. How how we got a children's book? Uh, the Fantastic Tales of Meriwether and Periwether to be our sponsor for the month of January. Nobody knows. Also, our other main sponsor of the month is Valley Insurance. But uh, thank you for joining us, everyone. And uh, who, Luke, who's who's your guest? You invited Jason, to? Jason from Poland, Jason Tar from uh, Poland. He is uh, well. You do all kinds of stuff, but uh, you're here tonight yeah. because of couples therapy, uh, which I saw last year with Maggie. Now Maggie made me go. I'm gonna be honest with you, Jason. It was one of those things where you're going. That's what we, we do it. Huh? That's the way we do it. It is the way we do it. She's yeah. like, you're going, because that is totally not me. Like, we went to the Youngstown Playhouse, and for those of you who know me and those of you who know my wife, it was like, a, you're coming with us. We went with our neighbors. Don't whine. Shut your face, Luke. And I was like, yes, ma'am. This, you know, it was one of those where I didn't even argue, and I ended up really enjoying it. I thought it was hysterical. And uh, and then, and again, I had no idea you you had written it, and then out walks Jason, and I'm like, Maggie, Maggie, that's Jason. I know him. And she's like, you're a dumbass. I guess uh, it's yeah. like, I didn't even know it was him. You knew, you knew him from before. Yeah, because realize her, his daughter's Lucas's age uh, and like coaching and stuff. I was like, oh my God, that's so good. insensitive. Yeah. It, 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 and Maggie's like, I told you again, it was like, the, yeah. and, but then that in summary, like the whole conversation between Maggie and I is literally a great example of the the play of the women men yeah. couples therapy well, we it's talk, awesome we can talk about um we can talk about your history and all that stuff but tell the people what what is this show what do we what, what should they be expecting yeah this is a great um uh so my background is theater and stand-up okay i think i started in the theater when i was like seven or eight can, can, where are you from originally uh boardman so boardman. you went to boardman so you're from around town yeah and uh so, so did you go to college yeah yeah you... yeah uh I went to several. Uh, the, okay. ones that, the ones that count are Akron, uh, Ohio State, uh, small stint at USC and Coastal Carolina that don't exist. Oh, nice. Anywhere. Okay. Okay. Cool. Those are those are the fun schools where mm -hmm. you go surfing all day. Yeah. And then yeah, like, and then, oh, yeah. 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 I should have been studying. So you did comedy stuff there? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I did. Um. So I started stand up here when I was in high school at the Funny Farm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Did you ever go to the Funny Farm? No. That was before you. Where's the fun? Where was the funny farm? It was back then. It was at the Holiday Inn Metroplex. Back when the Holiday Inn was big. Yeah. You know they had um, they had choices in the front. Mm -hmm. I think it was something before that. But but it was it was, it was, a, it was a pretty yeah. big nightclub back then. They had choices okay. in the front, funny farm in the back. Yeah. And then on the other side of the hotel, they had the Metroplex where uh, uh, Dave, the owner, would do bigger shows. Yeah. So he brought in like some Saturday Night Live people, and we had Carrot Top there, and that. Wow. You, you don't remember the Funny Farm song? I, no. The funny farm comedy club. Yeah, AC McCall. You don't. Yeah, you know, see, that's got it. That's got to be before your time. No, he's still doing it. It's downtown. And yeah, because um, I've heard funny farms. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So been, downtown. It's like now? over over 30 years. That so guy. you did stand up? Yeah. Yeah. No kid. I didn't when I know was that. a uh, when I was a junior in high school, which was 1992. Okay. Wow. Uh, I, that I first took the stage at the Funny Farm, which was extremely rare. So so this was the days when the big club comics were Seinfeld and Paul Reiser and Roseanne and yeah. and, and uh, that era. You didn't see 17 year olds on stage. Yeah. Now now years later, Dane Cook, Chris Rock came yeah. out. Now you go to a comedy club, you'll I, nine out of the ten comics are probably in their 20s. Okay. Um, so it's very rare. Um, and that's, you know, when you're in showbiz, that's what people look for. You know, they don't care about you personally. It's just like, are you marketable? Can I make money off you? Yeah. So people quickly um, gravitated and found me. And uh, after I graduated high school, I was out in L.A., did a couple of pilots. Nothing ever made it big. Yeah. But um, but yeah. Were you writing or were you acting? Uh, it, it was all stand up and acting. OK. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Kind of, that's kind of crazy, big, right? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. 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 What the, the, what, the, the day after I graduated, I packed up my uh, it was a 1988 Z24 Cavalier and drove from Boardman to Los Angeles. How the heck? See, I had no idea. Isn't that crazy? That's wild. How 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 like this sort of stand up? Did you have like a routine? Like, how do you produce a stand up like in the mirror kind of stuff or? Like, no, uh, well, sometimes you, you, there's a lot of rehearsal yeah. involved, you know, so the best comics will make you think like they're making it up. So, so take this, for example, if you ever been to a comedy show or seen one on Netflix yeah. and, and the comic laughs, they don't laugh because they think their own stuff is funny. They laugh because it's endearing to the crowd and it, and it elicits a response. And that's why comedians have often made the best actors because your whole skit on stage is an act. You know? right you're not really acting yeah. or, or you, you're not and really you, and you write you have your like you said you have your your gig and your in your bits and then you put them all together but then you're going from like room to room so you started like a like a room where you're like trying to piece everything together and the guests who are going to that show understand you're like not just you're this isn't well a well-rounded yeah perfect act this is like just me yeah. trying to to work on it and then you go to bigger bigger room and you like go, go home write yeah. more piece it together and then you go bigger, so you bigger work as you go. through it then yeah 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 it's a learning process um i mean when i first started i did a lot of impersonations and just like stupid stuff yeah when i was 17 i didn't know any better yeah um but then throughout time you start to learn what your style is um so uh my style was was, was very much real life what happened to me you know, so um, all of my stories, for the most part, are things that I really experienced. And then throughout life, as you experience more, yeah, you know, your your, uh, you know, your your material grows. Right. Wow. Yeah. But, but yeah, there's all different kinds. Like there's 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 abstract comics like Adam Sandler's a big one. OK. He just makes crap off the top of his yeah. head. Yeah. You know, um, I can't do that. Right. You know, it's it's it'd, it'd be like writing a sci-fi. Right. Like, right. I can't yeah. think of that. Story. More like storytelling kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, well, I tell stories, but it's all about, you know, real life stuff. Makes sense. You know, yeah. That, wow. That happens. Wow. Um, all right. And then and then what did you so then you went from stand up to writing? Yeah, I, I um. So I, I still say 15 years. It's probably 17. Because, OK, because my stories don't change. Yeah. Right. Um, so I have always loved uh both stand up in the theater for different reasons so stand up is just you know very energetic you know it's no holds barred there's no script you know so i i love that you know you could say one thing and then totally talk about another topic without having to have a story in between or right. transitions versus the theater which is an experience you know like 
if you're getting ready to go to a comedy club and then the next night you're getting ready to go to a theater, it's, it's two completely mindsets in your, in your head. So I wanted to take the exhilaration of standup and bring it to the theater, which is elegant, you know, and that's where the, the idea for couples therapy came, which is largely based on my material. Um, it right. just took me, it took a long time because, um, I wasn't a writer, so I had to learn how to format a story, build characters. Um, and then as well as, you know, just trying to find the right partner to produce it. Right. You know, at one point there was a theater in Cleveland I was working with fell through. There was a three uh, theater in Canton that fell through. And then, um, I met Dr. John, um, there's a plug for we ones. Yeah. Um, I met Dr. John through a mutual friend. And, um, you know, he is also the head of the Playhouse. He's the head of the Playhouse board. I didn't know that. Now, who's Dr. John? Dr. John is the guy in. Yeah, he plays. He plays Dr. Allen. So okay. It's, it's a two. It's a two person play. Um, uh, there's a there's a man and a woman, Dr. Dr. Allen and Dr. Julie, um, and they play a married couple uh, uh, therapist. Yeah. That puts you through a seminar. Okay. Um, so John, they're up on yeah, stage yeah. giving you through a th yeah, explaining yeah. the differences between men and women. Uh, okay. So we, I have some clips. I don't know. Let, well, let's let's keep let's keep going a little bit before we show the clips. Yeah, um, and we'll show a couple of clips. That so so, how, without ruining anything, yeah. I try to like what are what should people expect? Yeah, it's um. So it is a pure blend of stand up and theater, which you don't see as much still even today. So if you're in the theater business, there's a phrase called breaking the fourth wall. Mm -hmm. um, also in TV, yeah, uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Great example of breaking the fourth wall. Uh, Deadpool. When Deadpool. Turn, yeah, Deadpool. Yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah. When they turn to the camera and they're talking to you out there, that's breaking the fourth wall. Doesn't happen that often in theater, you know. So that is the real big difference, as, as I'm sure you would. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it is. It is treated for all purposes like a seminar. You know, mm. like if you go to any seminar, whoever's on stage, one person, two people, ten people, they're talking to you, the audience. So throughout the entire show, there's a lot of engagement. It starts right when you walk in. There's an audience response card where we ask a couple questions about men and women, and that gets built into the show. Mm. You know, um, so every show um, there's there's pieces that are different based yep. on what the audiences write down on the cards. Yeah. Um, so that's that's the big thing. It's you know it's 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 a it's a great blend between stand up and theater. You know? Interesting. You would you would like it. It, it yeah. is um, again. It's men versus women. It's the way men think and the way women think is yeah. the best way to describe it. Yeah. And in it a, is in a fun way. In, in a, a fun, fun way. way. Yeah. In a so, yeah. So we talk about that up front. It is not so. A, there have been a lot of plays that have done this kind of material, but I would say like ninety percent or more is geared to men bashing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like men are stupid and they're idiots and they yeah think, yeah. You know, so no, this is a very even, playful, you know, experience on both sides. Oh yeah, um, and that's the difference. So uh, there's another big play that is that is famous. It's 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 just a one man play. So so you know, all they do is talk about bashing men. Yeah, you know, there's a man and a woman, and they both equally share the differences in the sexes. It's pretty good. Yeah, you know, in a in a very fun way. Absolutely. Why, why don't you play one of the clips? Let's go to let's go to one of the clips. And again, uh, before we play a clip, if you're watching now. Uh, this Frank, is couples there. Tavern Twenty Six Chili Dogs. I don't understand why he's <laughs> saying Tavern Twenty Six. They say good people when we were talking about the. Uh, we were talking about your your two uh, your two actors. Oh yeah yeah. Um, before so which one? This one or this one? Let's go. Okay, well, hold on one second. So again, we're talking about for those of you watching couples therapy February tenth and eleventh. Uh, you can buy your tickets at the Youngstown Playhouse. It's a great date night. 
Yep. Like I said, Maggie and I lost the three kids uh, that night, and we went out. It was a good time. So let's uh, let's play the one with the girl first in the top. So yes. twenty-two yeah, this- of the twenty-three pairs of chromosomes between us are identical. It is that twenty-third set that makes all the difference. Mm-hmm. For example, if your twenty-third set is an X, you stay a girl. A Y, you become a boy. Right? In fact, there's only about 78 genes within the Y chromosome that separate it from the X chromosome. See, those 78 genes may seem so small. <laughs> but they make all the difference. I mean, those two are perfect yeah. together. Like, they make you wonder if they're really married or not. Like, that's how good they act together. You know, so um, so my wife, Sherry, uh, she sat in the audience with her mom. Yeah. And at one point, you know, the the, the, the mother-in-law for me, um, she looked at Sherry and said, so they're married, right? And yes. That's exactly. Yeah, that's what you want. That's exactly what we yeah. want. Yeah. A hundred percent. And and she is there, she's really, really good. So. And then you want to play his now, Isaac? So, so, so this is the guy. What the hell was I talking about? Oh, yeah, women and their questions. You always ask me that last one. Where are you going? Time. I think she was abandoned as a child. Now it's some inherent fear. Because every time I leave her side, she asks, where are you going? Every time. We're on the couch watching TV. I get up, where are you going? We're out to dinner having a good meal. I stand up and leave. She goes, where are you going? Middle of the night, I get up. She goes, where are you going? I'm like, look, it's 3 a.m. I'm in my underwear. I'm going to gas up the truck and make a Walmart run. You want something? But they go back and forth like that, yeah. like explaining stuff. And, and, and it's not just like the person talking. It's also the opposite's reaction that make it good, too. Yeah. Like you can see her standing there, like looking at the crowd. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's entertaining. Yeah, there, um, were, there were people afterwards who said, man, like we sat down next to total strangers. Yes. After, so it's a 90 minute, no, no intermission. Uh, play. Yeah, and they were like, by the end of the show, we were like best friends. Yes, like yeah. everybody was elbowing, and yeah, I do that too. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. It's a really cool show. We were again like the the typical theater. You know, you go see Jersey Boys. You're not making buddies. Yeah, you're no. To your left and right, you're just sitting there. You're enjoying the play, and then you're leaving. So it's a totally different experience. Um, so hopefully everybody comes. To check so it out. you're behind the scenes, making sure everything's flowing correctly, right? Is that what you're doing? Are you so sitting? Yeah. At, are you behind? The, are you sitting are back you, stage, or what are you doing? Yeah. So I'm actually in that clip. I am. Uh, that would be stage right because you go by the actors. Um, yeah. So, so I'm. I'm just to to John's right behind that male brain. Those racks. Okay. Uh, so I am. Um, the the main set is a PowerPoint, which is which is very much like a seminar format. If you go to see a seminar, they yeah. have a screen and, and they got a PowerPoint. Um, so that's our main set. Uh, so I'm doing all the PowerPoint. Um, I'm doing a lot of the cues. Um, we have a wonderful sound and lights team there, you know, so, so they're doing that stuff, but yes, I'm, I'm there keeping everything, uh, on track. It's a, it's an extremely easy show. You know, this isn't a Broadway show, Yeah, right. you know, so, so we don't need stage managers and what, production assistants. But. What was it like? So, so you write this thing. Yeah. You get it set up. How do you get it to the Youngstown Playhouse? Like, how does that happen? So, so you know, it's like you have this great idea. You get it on a pa- piece of paper. Like, how does it? Yeah, because it's not it's not like a, a book where you can read. Oh, that's good. It's like yeah. you have to be like, okay, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. And then you, what do you like? 
acted out in front of them. Yeah. Like, have <laughs> like, like, like you call up and like, hey, so I got an would, idea. Like, that would I'm... be your typical route. Um, so originally I had. You have uh, to have connections, right? You have to you, uh, know somebody. Sometimes. Um, so originally I was in with the Great Lakes Theater in Cleveland. And then I was also in with the Players Guild in Canton. And I followed a very traditional format. A lot of theaters have a submission process where like a couple times a year, they'll pick a brand new play, you know, and they'll mm -hmm. workshop it. You know, so what does that, that mean? It means um, you might not ever get to a full blown production. OK, you know, like a limited audience might come in, you know, and you'll act out portions of it. Um, but the but the artistic director is left. So here um, actually in softball, um, OK, uh, Mark Zupo, uh, who was uh, he, he Zupo. Had, yeah, I know that name, right? Yeah, yeah he had a, uh, he had a grand uh, Matt and Mark Zupo. Um, uh, they had a kid who was on the softball. Team. OK. And we happened to be talking and I just brought it up. You know, we, we were BSing with each other and I was like, yeah, you know, I wrote this play, but it's not really going anywhere. And that's where he was like, wait a minute. He's like, my friend John is the head of the playhouse. Isn't that see? Wow. So he connected you know, us. man, it yeah. is always he connected us. I sent the script to John and he immediately called me and he's like, I love it. And I want to do it. John's been in like over 50 productions. And he said, and by the way, I've got the perfect person for the female role, Brandy, who she's been over like 60 productions. Is, so that's John. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah so and Brandy's a girl. Wow. Yeah. Just like that. And boom, picked yeah. up. Yeah. So the next thing we knew we were, um, we originally had plans in 2020. Okay. COVID delayed yeah, it. Of course. And then we had another date. And then as the playhouse came out of COVID, it kept getting pushed because they had contracts already signed. Okay. So we ended up being the first show on the main stage this year in 2022. And it was their fastest sellout ever. Wow. In history. That's yeah. impressive. Yeah. Dude, it was packed. It was packed. Yeah. yeah. yeah you couldn't year. have fit. There was were... it one, one, one night? Yeah. 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 We did one night only because my philosophy, I, I mean, first off, it had never been done. Yeah. So we didn't know, you know, what, what kind of draw it was going to have. But I also figured let's just let's just try to pack one night instead of you know spreading it out and doing yeah. like two or three half sold nights. Yeah. But we had people up on the balcony, which they really don't use. Yeah. Because you have to. It's it's, it's not a good way to get up to the balcony there. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was it was it was cool. So you're on two nights this time. Yeah. Are you doing other places too? Did I see that? Yeah. 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 Uh. So we have a touring production, which is me and John and Brandy going on the road. Okay. You know. So that's like um. Uh, like if Jersey Boys comes to town, yeah, that's, yeah, a, yeah. that's a touring production. Okay, they, they bring everything, they rent the theater, and they do it. Um, so we have a couple of those dates. In fact, the weekend immediately following the Playhouse will be in Columbus. I saw that. Okay, and then I'm also I'm also licensing it, so that means other theaters like the Playhouse community theaters just pay a royalty to produce it themselves. So and they can that. have their own actors and yeah, huh. yeah, yeah. Wow. So that's going on down in Youngstown, um, or I'm sorry, that's going on down in Florida. We have a couple of dates down in Florida. Wow. And there's about three or four other theaters that we're trying to. They just picked it up. Tracks. Yeah. So did you sell it to them, or did they yeah. contact you? Yeah. No, no, no. That was hard old school. Old school sales. You were just calling. Call cold called him. Hey, cold called. Yeah. About to play. play. Yeah. yeah. No kidding. Good That's for what, you. When I first started comedy, um, th uh, these were the VHS days. Yeah. yeah. So when I first started stand up, you had to have a tape, you know, a reel. Yeah. You know, and you literally put them in the big vanilla envelopes. You know, you called up comedy clubs. You got the connection. You got yeah. the address, phone number. You shipped them the tape, and then you called them back. Like, did you watch it? Did you watch it? Did you watch it? So, so did so, you yeah. open for anybody of significance when you were out there in L.A. or wherever you were? Uh, well, L.A. Did you, or did you meet anybody crazy? Like, yeah. Uh, so L.A. and New York are different. Like every night it's famous people. Yeah. In the clubs. there. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you could pick a night. In fact, my very first night, I, I took the uh, set list from the from the Laugh Factory, which is one of the big clubs yeah. out there. And it was me, 
now this is back in like 95 remember it was like me john witherspoon kim waynes damon waynes wow so like that was a typical night um you know like dane cook would be up every night or yeah. seinfeld d depending on the club typically you yeah. get in with one club like if you're at the comedy store that's joe rogan's place yeah you know so like almost every other night joe rogan's probably popping in there um so it, it just depends where you are but um but yeah i did uh I toured with Carrot Top for a couple of years. Uh, Jeff Dunham, off and on. I've toured with him. Jeff Dunham, that's wow. for a while. Yeah, guy, yeah, right? That's yeah. sweet. Yeah, D.O.U. is another very one. very so. cool. Yeah. And then what year What year did you say you started writing then? Uh, it was about 15-some 15, 15 years ago. Yeah. I started writing Couples Therapy. Did you like? Did you feel like you pulled your some of your act over into the show? Or how did how did that work? Like just off? How did the writing of this go? Yeah. So I would say 80% is my act. Yeah. So like that bit that you just watched John do, that literally, like I, I probably have that on YouTube, me doing it. Like yeah, back right. Back in the 90s. Um, so most of the act is based on my stand-up, but there is what I would consider some pure theater spots in there. Yeah. Um, so right away up front, there's a courtroom scene, mm -hmm. you know, where the two kind of change characters. I remember that. Remember. Right. Yeah. Um, and I won't give it away because it's one of the it's, it's, it's one of the, the, yeah. the best things I think I've written. Yeah. So it's 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 a play on a few good men, um, but it's a courtroom scene. Um, there's another one where they're driving a car. That so those funny too. those yeah. pure acting funny. scenes yeah. like wouldn't fit stand up. And that's where the blend comes in yeah you know? so even even all the material that um that brandy does as the female yeah was was stuff that i did on stage but it comes out so much better when a woman does it so yeah no that's if i ever did santa i would just roast my wife like go up there and just everything that like oh. from the complaints to the, yeah uh, and, and i could do the, things that just yeah. don't make kids sense. like the kids yeah and absolutely yeah, yeah. i mean it, yeah it's tell, so like, tell, ask me to do something than me doing it not doing it good enough or like the <laughs> correct way like that's all it would be because that's all i got that's all i got so so when you i'm curious though so so you went off uh, again this is personal stuff so you go off do that say okay what do you do for a for a jobby job though so like real job now Couch, yeah. couch surfing yeah no no no. um so i've been in finance um for quite some time i uh i had a fascination with the markets uh -huh. um, growing up um so i wanted to understand how they worked like why a stock went up why it yep. went down yep. why the heck you would even buy one um so i learned pretty quickly uh this was actually from jeff dunham um so this was this would have been his first wife uh he has he has three daughters with that one um, yeah we were on the road quite a bit I came back in the green room. It was right around Thanksgiving, Christmas, and he was crying back there before a show. You know, and I went in and I was like, "Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Jeff." And yeah. Like, no, 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 it's okay. And he's like, "It's just another, it's just another holiday with me away from the girls." Oh, wow. Because yeah. that's how he makes his money. You know, like yeah. Jeff, who, who he actually is the highest grossing comedian for the last like five or six years. Yeah. You know, typically a hundred thousand a show. Jeff Dunham is. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 He holds the top ten records on Comedy Central. You know, in terms of specials. I yeah. believe. Oh, yeah, because he had like the, the remember he had the holiday special, the yeah. Christmas special. Oh, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah, okay. That's how he makes his money. Wow. Yeah. So the, the guy's never going to get a sitcom. He's not going to get movies. Yeah. He's got to be on the road. Right. And that's what people don't think. Like, like even bands, you know, I mean, you could Bruce Springsteen. That's yeah. That's how he makes his money. Yeah. You know, right. You know? Like wow. he can't, he can't just sit in, in, in right. Jersey. Yeah. You, know? not you, don't doing make anything, any, right. you don't make any money on the albums. You make it on the road. Right. So, wow. so pretty early on um, when I didn't have any bills, you know, I saw what it could be like, you know, like that could be me you know, crying down the Yeah. Now. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I, so I, I wanted to make sure I, I got, I had a backup plan. So, um, so yeah, I got a couple degrees in, in finance yeah. and um, wow. got into investment banking. So that's the, 
that's the day job wow. and, it, and it and it pays the bills for the fun stuff you know kind of like john you know john would tell you the same thing like yeah john, john has one of the best practices in in, in in town he's a pediatrician yeah but he but his love is the theater yeah that's yeah. funny so it's interesting because you see so you see success in that it's like the well-roundedness of the career like that but it's like similar to us in a way because we're loan officers by day and then this is like what we do for fun i do this i like you know? this and in our way to help <laughs> yeah. and give back to the community so it's like it is two things Very this is almost like a hobby at this point yeah absolutely yeah <laughs> I, mean, I mean there's no there's no money to be made here like <laughs> anything we do make goes back it's to the community. some kind of sick hobby yeah thing. yeah no oh, but it, i mean it's all about connections though it's all the amount of people we've met from this and the networking we've been able to do from this is what's worth it and we it's didn't not even, necessarily monetary value. we didn't even it's think of that when we people. did this no yeah like it's, it's unbelievable yeah it's unbelievable yeah. The amount of people and there's and there's no telling where you could go yeah yeah you know it, I mean, it, this this could have easily been a one and done one night at the playhouse yeah you know? yeah but but i decided that there needed to be something more yeah you know so, it's crazy so yeah you never know where where, where things can take you it's crazy yeah it's crazy and like you said the, the, the fun part is like when you look at it it's like you talk to the one person at a game and then all of a sudden boom it yeah like steamrolls like that like it's supposed to happen so can you then... so you have it being performed in florida right by random actors they just picked it up right so uh so take the playhouse as an example yeah so the the, the playhouse is in the business what would be called an amateur theater yeah i, I personally don't like that 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 term yeah. but but so you have you have professional theaters and that's like the civics and the states and the palace Okay. And then you have community theaters, which are considered amateur because, you know, like, like you're like, they're not professional quote unquote. And that's why yeah. I don't like that term. Yeah. yeah. What does so that even when mean? the playhouse does a show, um, like they just did the hunchback in Notre Dame. Okay. Yeah. That's not Disney coming to town and doing the hunchback. That is John and the playhouse buying local the rights right. for the script. And yeah. then they have to do everything. And that's why I love community theater. So they had to build a set, you know, they had to figure out what, what do we even want to build yeah. and find the people to do it. They had to hire the actors. They had to, you know, get their own director, you know, and like literally all they get is the script and they have to interpret do that everything. Yeah. the show on. Wow. Or like when, yeah, I remember being, being a little kid and going down to Youngstown and watching like Beauty and the Beast. When mom and dad took us to Correct. the house. Correct. Yep. Beauty right. and the Beast. Yeah. And yeah, the so, set fell down. That was crazy. So the set fell down? It felt, it felt like, no, it, it was, so it was Beauty and the Beast. The castle was like in the middle and the set would rotate, like circle around yeah. to different to different like sides scenes. of this scene. it fell but then there was yeah. a big arch that went over the top of the of the set and this thing would spin the corner of the thing that spin that would spin caught. cut caught on the archway oh, no. and it was turning and then the the top archway was about to like fall over into the, the into people the, like have run it over people in like all these guys all the, the like set people came out and like, were grabbing the arches <laughs> oh, like like it's gonna fall and like all the people on the first like four rows started like clearing out like, oh it was wild dude and it was and that's why i still love theater right yeah, right if this was television it'd be cut yeah right yeah come in clean it up and take a new take wow yeah, but, but theater i mean yeah you you never know what's yeah, gonna happen but wow. the actors did a very good job um yeah. the guy that he was jack frost in the christmas play in the in downtown for yeah. the longest time he was um was pierre the the candle, the candle. Guy? So like after they get done with their with their song, after that happens, that happens in like the middle of or like right before a song. So then that happens, they fix it and then they, they have their song and then they he they end the song 
and the guy that's playing Pierre comes out on stage and says, "Wow, that was that was such a great song, everyone. It really brought the house down." <laughs> <And everybody laughs> just, nice. just lost nice. it. It was very yeah. well. It was very good. That was probably be our guest though. Yes. That's like yeah. the, big, yeah. that's the big number. Nice. Yeah. You know? So right. the closing too, but yeah. yeah, it was it was it was wild. But yeah, wow. that's cool. Um, wow. So the now do you ever act or anything like that? Or do you just direct? Like do you do our acting or anything? Uh yeah, I I did um I did a bunch of theater growing up. Okay. Um did some little things out in LA, like but nothing nothing big. Um, but this was one I I, I always knew from the start that I did not want to be the male role in it. Yeah. So ideally I would have been in the audience. That mm-hmm. was, that was the worst part of it was I was, I was stuck behind. The Why curtain. didn't you want to do the male part? Uh, I wanted to see it. I wanted, okay. I wanted to see it and I Fair. wanted to experience it. Fair. Yeah. Um, and it was all my material. So it would have basically just been like me continuing my, my standup. Yeah. Okay. You know, but ideally I would have been in the audience, but I was stuck back there with the MacBook. Which was actually my daughter's MacBook. Yeah. Because because I didn't have a personal computer. Yeah. Right. So I was stuck back there with the MacBook and I kept trying. There's there's a couple we um we we take the whole show. That's that, that's where the clips come from. Yeah. yeah. There's a couple of parts where if you watch closely, you can see my head. because I, I kept trying to peek out to see the audience reaction because you, oh, can, <laughs> you yeah. can hear it and feel it. Yeah. But um, but yeah, that's uh that that was always my dream was to sit back and watch it. That's cool. Done. So yeah. Isaac, you should go. Are you gonna be an actor ever? You want to do a no, play? I did a lot of uh back in uh Christmas pageants. Christmas <laughs> third grade. I had, had my church growing up. I killed it. <laughs> I actually had uh actually had the local school um like guy that ran the plays come up to me and said, Isaac, you know, we can work around your basketball schedule if you want to join. They wanted the you play. to do it. Wanted me to hey. join the play because I could sing. Yeah. I was gonna do I, I was Santa in third grade. Were you? And my beard fell off. I was uh the zookeeper in the holiday zoo <laughs> in third grade. I think they're I think they're holding auditions for rent. They always need for new rent? faces. They always need new faces. Is that right? I don't know. I don't know if we can do singing one. I can't. The singing might be tough. If John's watching, he's going to be impressed that I just threw in that little that little nugget there for rent. Rent auditions. Jesus Christ Superstar. You could we totally do. I we could I could sing all of Jesus Christ Superstar. Our parents made us, took us to all these places to watch. Jesus Christ Superstar, The Lion King, The Beauty and the Beast. Our, uh, my mom was worried about me being a meathead football player, yes. which which didn't help at all. But she, so she made me go into drama club. So literally, I have seen everything. Yeah, like we went to Toronto to see Phantom. Oh, they yeah. have a beautiful Broadway. Yep, uh, uh, Miss Saigon. And you can drink when you're 18. Yes, and we did. There's a plug for yep. Toronto. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. so like literally you name it, yeah. I think I've seen. Like well, she, and it hit you too. Yeah, she she when she was when she she always said she was growing up, she always said if I ever have kids, I'm not going to let them be jocks. And then she had a bunch of jocks. So what it was was okay, if they're going to play sports and they're going to be good at sports, I want them to be well-rounded and understand that there's more than just being a stupid meathead. That's cool. So That's cool. she made she took us everywhere. We I mean Yeah. I mean, I, I, you name plays. it, we've seen yeah. it. So it's it, it's funny. It's See, like my parents never did that. Like I, I didn't have a background. Like my parents didn't, yeah. didn't yeah. um they they didn't stop me, you know, when right. when yeah. when when their kids said, "Hey, I graduated. I'm moving to to yeah. LA." They let you go. Yeah. You know? But um but yeah, they never Oh, yeah. And it forced us to be in like the church choir and oh, yeah. the plays and oh gosh. I liked it. Yeah. I like I like I like no, yeah, that stuff. Great. I, I really like I, I was in the in the drama club. Now I was never in the play because I played all the sports. Yeah. 
but I was in the drama club, so we went to things. But I just did the drama club because like all the all the girls were in it, yeah. so I was just always going classic like, classic meathead infiltration. <laughs> such a meathead yeah. move, isn't it? Yeah. Go to drama club just yeah. to be with all the girls is terrible. Uh, my mama did Frank, too. Yeah. See, Frank says my mama did too. Yeah, it's funny, man. It's good stuff. So, um, couples therapy February tenth and eleventh coming up here. Uh, maybe I'll get Shelby and we'll go see. Dude, it. I'm telling you, it's yeah. oh, you want to go on double date? Didn't you already see it? Hey, we have a lot of people coming back. I'll return, back return, grab. Yeah, let's, do it. let's set it up. Did they have go. booze? We have yeah. a lot of yeah, yeah. There'll be a donations bar. Um, okay. so, so it's it's a playhouse nonprofit, you know, so they don't charge. It's a donations bar. Okay. Um, this year we're gonna have multiple bars. Anybody who was there last year might might remember uh the long line through the lobby. So um, yeah, you know, get there an hour it before it was packed. It was it was all uh, let me not say all it was 90% polling people just coming out to support. That's really cool. It was, I mean, it was well, packed with polling people. Um, so Saturday, Friday, and Saturday. Is that a Friday and Saturday? Yeah, we're doing two nights this time. Um, and uh Stanball's already renewed it for 2024. We're holding a date. So good. We're gonna keep running it and as long as people keep showing up. It was I'm you guys will like it. I'm Shelby would like it. So so let's say this thing blows up, right? So you you like we were talking about earlier, you got it. People picked it up in Florida. People, what if people across the United States pick it up? Are you going to then write something else? Do you have uh, anything else in the Are you words? working on something else? Are you I'm yeah. already working on a musical? Um, do you need us to act? Do you need, do you need any singers? people like yeah? We will, we will, we will. Um, force him to put me in this. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's yeah. awesome though. That's so cool. Yeah, I've had a couple other ideas. So, so so what was funny was like people immediately were like, so what's next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Like, yeah, like you just write and it's a one and done, and then you trash you know the show. And I was like, well, this is this is next. You know, like like I want couples therapy to yeah to, to do to, more than just youngster. Yeah, explode right. Um, you know, so but but I have had a couple of ideas in my head, um, and the next step for me would be a musical. You know, so something totally, you know, this this one was based on my stand up. It was extremely hard for me because like, I don't have a yeah. writing background. I don't. Right. I, I, I didn't have that kind of training. Um, but the musical would be something totally different topic that I have. To, would there be comedy? Involved could you, can in you tell us a topic? Uh, I can't yet, only because it's a jukebox musical. Jukebox so musical. so what which, does that mean? Uh, a jukebox musical means that the music already exists. So that would be like Jersey Boys. OK, you know, versus take um, you're not you know, writing music, though. No, no, no. I, I would have to get the license rights for somebody uh, else. Right. He has to be versus Hamilton, which those songs did not exist. So Lynn Manuel wrote those songs yeah. right. when he was writing Hamilton. So that's why they call it a jukebox musical because because it's somebody else's song. How'd you feel about already. Hamilton, by the way? Do you like it? Um I let me so, get my opinion. I thought it was overrated. I hated yeah. it. I hated it. Overrated. Hated yeah. it. So I'll say hated I, it. Hated it. I appreciate all theater, just like just like <laughs> comics. Yeah, just like comics. So I appreciate all comics, and I usually try to find some like the reason why. Yeah, the idea was brilliant. Yes, you know I what agree. if what if Hamilton was a black man? Yeah, yeah. awesome idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, from there, yes, there were pieces that like kind of lost me, um, but entertainment wise, and I also appreciate the the set could not have been more simple. I mean, this, yeah. is, this is an enormous Broadway show ended up on Disney Plus. Yeah. And they never even changed the set. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was one set for the whole time. So to be able to keep the audience like in that mindset without yeah. changing scenery, yeah. you know, is, is really tough to do. Did not like the music. Could not get into it. <laughs> and like, yeah. I love that type of music. But yeah. like, I don't know. I feel like when I watch something like a Broadway musical, 
it's different. It's like supposed to, it's like I go to a different place and I just wasn't expecting that. The, Maybe if I watched it more. I'd the it one I liked was the Jesus Christ Superstar uh, with uh, what's his name that was on TV. Um, it was just on TV like a year or two ago. Yeah. With uh, the dude. Oh, they redid it. It wasn't in the, the theater. Yeah. yeah, it, yeah. Uh, it was Alice mm-hmm. Cooper was uh, Herod was King Herod. Yeah. You know, which, I um, didn't watch that. but it, Dude, it was, it was good yeah i forget the, what's the name of the guy um anybody know who i'm talking about I was watching right now i loved uh I, i've never even seen wicked and i want to see it Wicked's i love amazing. all the music that's another, one. That's all another one all the music great story yeah so Don't like the music so the wicked witch was not wicked like that yeah. that's yep. brilliant actually yeah. the, the the good witch was the bad one yeah. right yeah. so again like to come up with that idea and yeah. that mindset to and me and then she is, turns bad if, if defying gravity if you want her to if you want her to be bad she'll be bad no she, 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 she turned you never saw it she she was she was good the whole time the wicked witch was good yeah but that's what she like flew away and said like i'll no, be i'll you, be the you didn't say it. have you the lyrics of that song yeah so if i'm flying solo at least i'm flying free yeah, because to those who ground me, take good. a message yeah. back you from have me. To, before you comment on it, you have to watch I'll it. Defy Gravity? <laughs> it is a good That's show. That's what she says. I know. You have Great. to watch it. It is a good show. Uh, what is that guy's and name? Hamilton's in Cleveland right now. So I'll throw that plug out. There you go. Hamilton. Um, Hamilton's I'm trying Cleveland. to think of other ones that are good that I like. Do you ever see Miss Saigon? No. That's a great one. They don't, I don't even think they play that anymore. One of the songs in The Lion King. Uh, Made You Cry? That was a good one too. No, there's a song in it I like more than the movie, and they kept it out of the movie, and then they put it in Lion King too because really it was on Broadway. And it was so it's so good they put it in Lion King too. Uh, Scar's awesome. Pride. What was the name of the Lion King too? Uh, Simba's Pride. <laughs> it was horrible. It was it was not very good. But uh, he rooted for Scar. No, it was uh, it was just a play on. It was just it was pretty bad. It was just a play on race. Like, it was bad. It was not good. That's another. That's another one though. So like breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. Um, in most theaters, some some don't have the ability. But the, yeah. in the beginning of Lion King, they come from the back down through the aisles with all the awesome. animals. Yeah. Awesome. 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 Like the yep. elephants. On, you know. Or, yeah. That's what I yeah. love. Things things that you're not expecting. Cause awesome. Because you're sitting there staring at the oh, yeah. And yeah. All of a sudden you're like, whoa, there's an elephant yeah. Yeah. next to me. Well, it's like, uh, did you see Phantom in, in, I saw it in Toronto, in Toronto, when the the, the chandelier comes like flying down, same concept. We were like, what is going on? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Miss Saigon, I think it was in Toronto. They had a a helicopter. Uh, I mean, there was so much stuff. You saw Phantom in Toronto, I think mom and dad phantom and then the line was with you when you saw it. Yeah. You were younger and the whole, the chandelier comes crashing down. I mean, it is cool stuff. So I'm excited. This is good. This is uh, I, I'm I, excited for the musical now that you're gonna. Do you need so like? Is there gonna be comedy in it at all or no? Totally, uh, are we allowed to talk about that? Sorry. There will no no no. Um. So it's a it's it's a biography. Um. So it's a, it's a jukebox musical about about this individual, this singer. Okay. Um. Who just has a, he has a, a really cool life. So part of the story is already written. You know, so so I've just got to take it okay. and transcribe it into a show. The lead singer of Maroon Five. Okay. No, so I would not <laughs> the do that. Lead singer I would not do that. Okay. I was so high, I could not recognize. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Okay, wait. Our parts of his musical. Okay. Yes. The guy is just a, we're just the background guys, like behind him. Uh-huh. You know, like the guys yeah. in uh, yeah. West Side Story. He does not want us anywhere near. <laughs> just like this, we were just dancing behind um, him. That's all we need to do. Who's, who's Security. 
jukebox. Because mm. he's gonna take he's gonna take songs. Somebody somebody popular the who. by a group by a the who. There's already a show about that. The who is it? Uh, what's his name? Um, Elvis. No, the uh, <laughs> Queen. Queen. No, Queen. It's already, it's already been done. Okay, wait. wait, wait. Uh, the who? Already no, already been done. <laughs> okay, about a guy playing a jukebox. Uh, Elton John. <laughs> it's already been done. Man. All right. You Dang so it. My first, um, my, I can't tell you the first idea because it's already scrapped, um, was Buffett. And okay. then he ended up producing his own play. Um, but my play was going to be about his life. He produced a play, Escape to Margaritaville, that just, yeah. that just incorporates his song. So it's a totally different story. Using set, his song. Set to the music. Mine was about his life. The guy's actually had an amazing life. Heck yeah. And, um, most of his songs were all written back in the 70s that are hits now. And you wouldn't even realize. Like, like take Margaritaville. Daryl yeah. Hall. No. Dude, Hall and Oates would be amazing. I would know every word to every song. <laughs> if you needed a guy, that would be, that would be a good one. Um, he wrote he wrote Margaritaville off of a little dive bar in Texas when he was waiting for a flight. So yeah. it, has, it has nothing to do with anything like tropical yeah, or yeah. beach or anything wow. like that. Cheeseburger in Paradise has nothing to do about a cheeseburger. Yeah. You know, it was something that, that that a friend made a comment to him. Like yeah. he, he said, Jimmy, you're like a cheeseburger in paradise. Yeah. And that's where the song idea popped in his head. And wow. he wrote it in like two minutes. Maybe it's maybe it's farther back, but I don't know, like really far back. Like uh, Jesus. <laughs> Already it's, done. It's a, Already it's done. A good story. It's a good, good story. Good, good story. It's like a superstar. Further back. Further back. Um, How would so, I get the rights to that? Yeah. Is Mary still around? Is she I don't know who owns the rights okay. to that. What about like Joseph and like a like a like a dream coat? Yes. <laughs> right, yeah. like Joseph, and, technical. and how, and and technical. Really how he loves his coat of many colors. <laughs> oh, he loves his coat of many colors. It's got red, blue, green, and yellow, and orange. My daughter's, my daughter's watching, and she's like, "It was good up to this point." <laughs> <laughs> Nobody, nobody. Now you're losing ticket sales. (laughs) (laughs) This is what that, Jason. This is what happens. You got to know when to fold it. This is what happens. It's not Kenny. I'm not doing a show about Kenny. Kenny. This is what happens on our show. He probably has a good story. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Kenny, Kenny Rogers. Yeah, Yeah. that's another good one. Gambler. Oh my God. If I if I get the rights, I will break the news here. All that right. When you get it, yeah, we want good. you back on the show to break your rights. That it's is, gotta be it. Okay. Can we talk about that? How do you go if you want if if somebody wants to they, they go and get rights for whatever the topic is, how do you go about doing that? Well, if it's so if it's your material, it's extremely easy. You okay. Know? So so I wrote it and I copyrighted it like literally with the United States, you know, where okay. you, where you should copyright everything. Yeah. And then there's also writers guilds, directors guilds, you know, so you register it with you all turn that it stuff. all in and yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, if you're using um, somebody else's, uh, you know, so take take Jersey Boys, for example, you know, so an individual wrote that. And then the songs are are obviously, you know, his Frankie Valley's. And yeah. His, so what do you have to pay them for that then yeah that's that's where it gets a little tricky because oftentimes the artist doesn't even own the rights usually it's a publishing house. yeah right you know, it's yeah, like yeah. columbia records or rca or something like that <clears throat> the record company. so you got to track that stuff down first wow and and, and there are attorneys that'll do that for you Damn. but wow. then that's where the negotiation comes in that you know sounds like do you want to do you want a partner 50 50 and just split royalties or do you want a lump sum up front oh. Oh. so yeah so that's where it gets a little tricky so, yeah, because that could be expensive then at yeah, that point, right? Yeah, but at this point, I'm trying to write it because to try to go to somebody and say like, "Hey, I got an idea for a show using your music," yeah, they'd be like, "Yeah, whatever," you know, if you, if you weren't established, 
Right. You know, like, right. Like Lin-Manuel, who's like, the, you know, the top, the top dog yeah. right now. Right. Like he could go to anybody and they would probably be like, yeah, we'll sign something with you right now. So it benefits you that couples therapy first blows up so that you can go and go into these places and say, listen, I'm the guy who made couples therapy. You've seen it here, 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 and here. And here's my proof that I actually somewhat know what I'm doing. Yeah, it doesn't hurt. Yeah, it doesn't for hurt, sure. You know, sure. I mean, it's no Jersey Boys or anything. Yeah, yeah. right. But, but at least I have a track help. record. Yeah, you know that. Hey, I've written something. I've produced something. Hmm. You know, a little resume builder, right? I mean, yeah. what the hell? Yeah, you yeah, hurt anything. The road, but, but yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's wrap this up, and then we'll talk a little bit more about it. So, February tenth and eleventh. Uh, what time? Uh, seven thirty, I believe is seven thirty. They can buy the yeah. tickets online. Yeah, yeah. The Youngstown Playhouse. How much uh, are tickets? Website. You know? uh, they use a tiered system now. Um, so, tiered? So, uh, yeah, you know, like um, like seats in the front are worth more than. Seats oh, okay. Back. So I want to say it's somewhere between like twenty five and maybe thirty five, depending where you want to sit. Cool. So yeah, a little something. For Absolutely everybody. reasonable. Yeah, yeah I mean, right. what the for a night out? What the yeah, hell do you absolutely. want? Absolutely. Yep. Uh, so yeah, affordable. Uh, Youngstown Playhouse is super nice. Um, it is. It's really beautiful. It is. Right. They were right. Re- they were renovating that thing too. Last time I drove by, the was- outside, yeah, yeah. Uh, the outside, um, I believe, is done. It looks beautiful. Now they're moving into the inside. Okay, you know. So I think this year and next year they have plans. Um, but the inside itself is just beautiful. Yeah, that's the one with the that's downtown with the like flower on the ceiling. Is that no? no, no you no, think that's Dior? Dior. Dior. Yep. Uh, Youngstown Playhouse is um, by on the way to Mill Creek Park off of Mazette. Oh, what is that okay. off of? Is that Mahoney? No, not Mahoney. That is. Uh, I get off Glenwood. I think is the exit. I get off the Glenwood exit. Yeah, it's like heading up towards. Yeah, Glenwood exit. Okay, you know where I'm talking, and you head up like towards the park. Yeah. Okay. It's on the left. Yeah. I always do it on the way to the mill okay, and so to we're go. All, we're all morons. I just punch it in the phone, and it takes it takes me there. Yeah. Same. <laughs> same. A... So you get off of my like yeah. uh, the Rose Gardens is the yeah. way I go. So I'll go down like 680 yeah. and then hop so up. There's, towards... there's a bit for you, like. The per- like you being someone who's I don't want you to give me your stupid directions. I just want to put it in my GPS and go there. So just stop talking and tell me what the address is. Yeah, you're like that. There's a piece in the show. Rose oh, Garden. Yeah. yeah. Rose Garden. You're gonna go up here. You're gonna stop at this stop sign. You're gonna see a McDonald's on your right. But no, no, I don't care. If you hit the I, train tracks, we're, you're to yeah, Rose yeah. Garden. Yeah. We're wasting time. That's true. just tell me what it's called so I can look it up. That's totally yeah. dad. Yeah. Dad totally phone. does that. Dad. No, no, the GPS doesn't know. The GPS doesn't know the fastest way. I know the fastest way. Yeah. That's that's in the show. There's so there's a Is comment. There, there's there's yeah. a comment that nine out of ten times the voice in any of the GPSs is female. Oh, 100 percent A hundred percent. So you won't you won't too. stop and ask for directions, but you'll take them from a female voice coming out <laughs> of the little square, uh, the little square box. Um, all right. So and then tickets, you can buy them online. Uh, again, from, from me seeing this last year, anybody watching uh, tonight, watching tomorrow, and everybody will watch as, as we get closer. I'm telling you guys, this is a good show. You want to check it out. Um, and you're, you, it's online to Facebook. You guys have Facebook, YouTube. Yeah, uh, CouplesTherapyPlay.com is the website. You can go there. There's some more clips. Uh, we have a YouTube page. There's a Facebook page. Um, but no, it's a great it's a great night. Awesome. Well, factual thanks. too. Factual too. It's good. Yeah. It's very, very good. So, uh, and, uh, okay. So coming up with us, Isaac, uh, on Thursday, uh, we're talk back, talk back. So we're going to have the MLO birds talk back. We're going to talk about, uh, the Mahoney County commissioners. Uh, we got blocked by the Mahoney County commissioners. I saw that. Did you totally see it? not allowed? We're not allowed to do. And then they unblocked us after I threatened to sue them. How about that? 
flexed a little bit. And then uh, and then we're also what else are we talking about? Mahoney County Commissioners. Oh, they fired a guy wrongly. The South Range. The South Range coaching situation. That guy's done, by the way. I found that out. We're gonna update on that. Yep. Coach Irons is now coaching. That's good. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that. Uh and how they brought a lawyer to uh parents brought a lawyer. Uh we're gonna talk about how people are tipping. Oh, I hate that. I can't steal. You notice how people are starting to when you use your credit card and now you gotta tip all the time? Have you noticed that? Like everywhere you go. You mean like where it pre feels like like 2%, 5%? Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Or, 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 or like Starbucks. Starbucks you go in, through. give them your card, and they, they hand you the thing, and you fill it in. It's like, would you like to tip? Uh, in the drive through now, they're handing it out the window and asking you for a tip. So some would say it's you should tip all the time, but I feel like at this point, it's like you're just getting guilted into tipping. And it drives me crazy. <laughs> so it's driving Isaac. So we're going to talk about that, that on Thursday. So we're going to have a little talk back. We're going to probably alienate some people on thursday as we talk about the commissioners and politics and tipping and all that so this that's that's what we do so uh that'll that'll be kicking off our uh 2023 uh libros talk back on thursday so there you uh, go you guys could host a comedy night at the federal that's where the that's where the funny farm is the yeah, federal the basement is in the basement or upstairs i believe it's in the upstairs yeah second floor yeah. we've been trying to get martini on the show he ignores us he actually ta- mark actually tagged him Martini watches our show all the time, but he refuses to come on. Owner of owner of federal. Owner of the federal. Okay. We're going to get you, Martini. So, well I, know, well, well, I know Dave, the only of the Funny Farm. So, if you guys ever want to go up on stage, I don't think I'm ready for that. Are you ready yet. for that? No. I need to work on my. Uh, I heard there's nothing worse than eating shit on stage as like a stand-up guy. It's rough. Did you ever get like it's rough? Harassed or booed or anything? All the time. All the time. Yeah, that's yeah, why you like all the time. Yeah, they say. All the time. Oh yeah. I love the Joe podcast. They always talk about that. Like bombing on stage is like the absolute worst possible thing that I don't think I could I don't think you've got to give stand up comedians credit. Yeah. Yeah. You've got um so so other than the hosts, like 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 you were talking earlier. So so the typical format is you'll find a club like I did. Yeah. Um I was lucky. Dave Dave took to me right away. Okay. Yeah, who owns the funny farm? And he invited me back, you know, even though I was awful. You know, he's like, "Hey, do you want to come back?" Because clubs always need. So, hosts. so first time you got crushed. Yeah, yeah, crushed. Yeah. Oh yeah, because you you just yeah, you're not good. You're starting out. Wow. You just yeah. get exposed. Yeah. yeah. But you just but you just love it. Yeah. So, so you keep coming back, you know, and you get a, you get a little better and a little better. But um, once you get, so the feature act, which is usually the one that does like 25, 30 minutes, and then you got the headliner who usually has to do like like an hour. Wow. Like you are you are you sign contracts. Yeah, you're you know, doing an if hour. You, if you leave, you know, not only are you not getting your money, but technically they could sue you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so you go to some class, you, you go to some places and they just don't like you. You know, it, it isn't always that your material's not good. It's just not yeah. it's just not working with this crowd. Yeah. You've got to stay there for the 45, 60, whatever your contract <laughs> says. Yeah. So yeah, so you're just but, grinding yeah. it out. And you might go to a yep. crowd that's meaner than like like you go to Boston. Boston's like notorious for yeah. tackling the shit out of you, and yeah, you know it's just different types of people. And, I couldn't imagine. Oh, dude, that would suck so bad. And that's why they say like if you made it as a stand-up comedian, you have gone through and you have seen so much and oh, been yeah. booed off of stage. Like you are obviously a strong-willed human. So being yeah, so if you got when you got booed off stage, were you just like fuck this, like I'm done? Like no, because the good nights. So it, 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 it could happen the same night. Yeah. So you'll do an eight o'clock show and you'll kill. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and like the half hour breeze by like it was five minutes. Yeah. And then the 10 o'clock show, for whatever reason, 
you know, and, and that's where like you'll you'll see comics actually say like, you know, an hour ago, this joke killed. Yeah, yeah. You know, cause it did. Yeah. But, but now you're just not taking it. So, wow. so the good, yeah. And then you'll have, you'll have situations where, like he says, the lineup, right? So a lot of comics will get mad about the lineup because at the eight o'clock, the guy who went before you might've sucked ass. And then you came on stage and you did good because that guy sucked. Well, then at the 10 o'clock, the guy before you might be, do good. And Warm then you up. come on stage. It doesn't matter if you do good. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're good or bad. They'll be like, this guy before you was so good. He was so much better than you and like boo you off stage because you're like cooling him off now. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why most. Um, so, wow. so, so like any decent headliner, I would say, brings their own feature act. Yeah. Because you want somebody that you know is good, but not too good. Yeah, to make you look like shit. Yeah. And you want the you want the energy levels to jive. So I was always a very energetic, like paced pretty yeah. quickly both both sides of the stage. Right. You know, versus somebody who's just gonna stand there with the mic and be like, here's my jokes, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, right. I wouldn't I wouldn't work well with them because you know the audience is going to go up on a high with me and then you're going to come crashing down yeah right. you know? so so good promoters will try to pair comics that work well with each other yeah but yeah as a headliner wow. you don't want to run that risk that the person in front of you is funnier than you yeah Ooh, that's true yeah. Uh, in the joe rogan podcast they have four him and his uh him and a bunch of comedians like sit around and they call it protect our parks podcast yeah. and they don't actually do any protecting of parks, but it's just comedians telling their stories and they all sit around and they talk about that stuff all the time That's and so how, how they have yeah. been the opener and sucked and they've been like fired because they suck so bad or they've opened for people and been too funny and been told like, Listen, how am I supposed, terrible. how am I supposed to go on? I don't know if I could take that. I don't know if I could yeah. take getting booed mm -hmm. like that. No, it's oh, tough business. They said it's yeah, I don't know if I Jay, could. Jay Leno has a great book of when he was just hardcore touring. And this, yeah. was, this was back in the 70s. And he played a lot of places that had chicken wire. So he talks about the bottles getting thrown what? at him. <laughs> yeah. And they would hit the chicken wire and shatter. And as he's doing his jokes, he would have pelts of glass hitting him. And he had to keep going yeah. because he had to do 15, 20 minutes. I don't know. Wow. That's so, yeah. nuts. We should go down there sometime and boo people. Yeah, it's rough. <laughs> we, we, we would suck out Tim, but we'd be really good at heckling people. Yeah. Again, one more time. It is uh, February 10th and 11th, uh, 7.30. You can buy the tickets, youngsonplayhouse.org. Buy them now. Uh, and uh, thanks for coming on, man. We appreciate yeah, you coming. No, no, uh, good no, luck. No, and thank you guys. we want you to drop the uh, announcement when you're ready. I will. I will. When you get that set up. So, all right, everybody, we'll see you guys on Thursday. Uh, and don't forget, Isaac. We're loan officers. Tell them. Uh, MLO Bro stands for Mortgage Loan Originator Brothers. Uh, if you need a home loan, please call us. Uh, we'll take care of you. So we'll see you on Thursday, everybody. Uh, bye. Bye, guys. Bye. <coughs>